Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. I recently took my oldest child to New York City for 36 hours to see a concert. It was something I would have done when I was younger, maybe not quite as young as her age, but I wanted her to experience it. And I made some very strategic errors, which was well symbolized by my choice of hotel room. I hope you can learn from my mistakes. Enjoy. I got the room for the comedy value of getting a room with bunk beds because I thought that was hilarious. We don't have to share a bed. She's 19. That would be weird. But we also don't have a massive room with two queen beds or something like that. That's ridiculous. What I didn't count on, though, it was a nice hotel. The common areas were great. It was a wonderful location is uh, the bathroom situation. You sent me a picture of this. That was amazing. It is a uh, shower, toilet, combo little area. So the shower actually rains down next to, right next to the toilet. Oh, yeah. It's one enclosed space, um, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. Because after someone takes a shower, you go to use the toilet and it's wet on the floor and it's wet on the seat. Wait, no, wait, no. Reverse that and it makes perfect sense. What's that? Right after you've used the toilet, you can take really a shower. Nice to take a shower. Yeah, I'm just saying. So. No, no, no. Look, I understand that. It's, the, an, it's, it's an inverted bidet, my friend. It, it is <laughs> very much. What the other thing that was weird though was the enclosure was um, uh, frosted glass. Glass, yeah, I saw that too. And it was not that frosted, so it was <laughs> essentially borderline sexy Look shower. At me. Look at me, right? But with bunk beds, like that didn't make any sense. Oh, that is really interesting. You have two people who are obviously not sleeping in the same bed. Not romantic. And then you have sexy shower. And they're like, hey, well, maybe we can increase the intimacy of this experience. (laughs) Okay, so I did, I have seen that shower toilet uh, arrangement only once in my life. In a mobile Uh, home? And no, it was in Venice, in Venice, Italy. Oh, okay. And it was, and there was no window there. There was a, a, a wall that went up probably to about your chest yeah. around the edge. And then the shower was at the top and the toilet was in the same space. And we laughed about that, just saying we had never seen anything. And then you sent me that picture and it looked like a much more modern and updated version yeah, exactly. of that. So, but you managed to pull it off. Oh, it was the, fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, cause what do you we do? had a, we had a great time. I pushed her a little too hard. I pushed myself a little too hard. My feet are dead. Yeah. Um, so what did you see overall? Would you, great. I mean, who did you see first? Who's the band? Uh, the band was, or the performer, uh, her name is Ichiko Aoba. I don't know if I'm saying oh, that right. Japanese singer songwriter. She's amazing. Um, has got quite the following uh, both here and abroad, but this is our first U.S. tour. Wow. So this was, we got the tickets way back when because she wasn't coming anywhere close to Florida. So sort of a surprise. And then this other show that uh, my daughter went to uh, was rescheduled because of COVID and other uh, scheduling issues. It wasn't supposed to be right so back, to back. back to back. So that's a put it back to back. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, bravo for still saying yes. Oh, yeah. You know, there are times when I think that stuff lines up and I'd be inclined to say, oh, I'll drop one of those. I'll have to make a choice here. But but you did both, and you have the experience and the story to tell, which is beautiful. So outside of the concert... Uh, what did you see in New York? What did you eat? What were the cool things? Uh, so we went over first day, we rested up, and then Mark Collins, 
yeah. you know, lives in Midtown or has an apartment in Midtown. So he's there about half the year and then he's out in his nature preserve uh, the other half when he's not working. <laughs> he has a nature preserve. Over in Washington State. Yeah, he bought some acreage a few years ago, managed to buy a little bit more and has really turned it using some of the state's uh, programs for like uh, harvesting the hay and cutting the trees and making sure. So it's 220 acres. Um, I can't remember the oh, name incredible. of it. He's got a little, yeah. So, what an industrious guy. Yeah. All right, honestly, a, and I didn't see that trajectory for him. You know, knowing his tech background, knowing yeah. his film background and all that, I, I kind of figured he'd end up in Hollywood or New York City doing, well, I guess he is still doing stuff in New York City though, right? I mean, uh, obviously. Some in New York City, but not a ton. He travels quite a bit. He was in Washington for a while doing, uh, setting up a show over there, but a lot of show production yeah, um, and, and that sort of thing. That's, yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. I actually introduced Mark to my daughter, Devin, uh, when she was a teenager. We, oh, okay. He had uh, he had reached out to me. We had mutual friends, and we decided we're going to get together. We went to Hawkers, and uh, and he, he, Devin, and I had dinner together. Oh, that's awesome. And that was the uh, that I could was see the, that being a lot of fun. Opening salvo, and that was before before he was married to Heather, um, and now now I think they're both single human beings. Yeah. Or is he is he married again? No. Okay. So, and how is Mark? He's great. He's having a lot of fun. He lives in Midtown. Like he can basically see up. Uh, what is it, 5th, and see up uh, uh, Central Park West. Wow. So kind of can see Columbus Circle and all that, um, 38th floor. And so he's right there near Times Square, near Central Park. So kind of like he loves this idea, and I loved how well-versed he was on the city and everything about it from what the buildings were and, and where everything was to like – even the granite or whatever it is underneath <laughs> and why you could build he goes all this stuff. Yeah. But uh, we, I, I just let him lead and yeah. he's a New Yorker now. So he just walks really fast, goes through the lights, like can predict when they're changing and stuff. Like there were a couple of times I thought we were going to die, but you know, cause I'm not yes, used to I that. I love it. And I'm not used to being a pedestrian. Yeah. And so And that's one a different point, kind of pedestrian. Yeah, really. yeah. It's, so I was okay, but at one point, yeah, I was like, okay, we I think we're done. Mina's about to die. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So that no, was No, she giving you indications like, you know, hey, oh, yeah. what the heck? Come yeah. on now. I mean the fact that she wasn't looking around at this stuff and going, like, oh my God, because at, at one point we're in Central Park towards the end and it, like the leaves were changing and the it's just beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, we'd just been in the city and then all of a sudden you can still hear stuff, but we're surrounded by nature, which is, I think, what the really amazing thing about Central Park is. is. And she's just like, like kind of spaced out, out, staring into the distance. I'm like, okay, we're oh, going to go. Oh, good for you for spotting those signals. Yeah. Uh, my son Sam has a similar, his, well, his issue really is that he's really an introvert. And so if I'm dragging him out into the world for any length of time and he's spending that energy out there because he, he doesn't have a great time getting energy when he's out there among people, it goes fast. And then I have to spot when he's flagging and say, all right, let's go someplace where we can be alone or where you can be alone and just hang out and regenerate and stuff. And that's, you got to just watch him and see what's happening. I think it's great that Nick recognizes the awesome power of awkward moments. His sexy smoke glass shower toilet combo experience could have been just pure weirdness. Instead, he made it into a fun story. 
Listening to all of his travel stories, I find Nick's openness to new experiences contagious. Still, you won't find me traveling to New York City for 36 hours to see a concert anytime in the near future, but I'll be happy to listen to the stories when he returns. That's it for this dose, my friends. Thank you for listening.